0: Okay, we're going to talk today about uh, what to do if there's a supermarket that's owned by a Jewish person. Uh, and that's a supermarket, they, ha- they sell chametz, and they buy chametz, and they're running the regular business over the whole Pesach. And um, the question is whether the person can buy their chametz theory the Pesach. He was Yid who, seemingly, it's a supermarket, that has a Yid who owns it, and it's owned over Pesach by um, a Jewish person. It seems to be chametz over al- pesach, which it didn't. Is if I eat old chametz over pesach, chametz is also for him. It's usher for everybody else. he can't eat it, and you can't find off from it. So we're going to talk about some questions having to do with these big supermarkets where um, there's a Jewish person owns it. Um, we're not going to talk. About, there's a few things that we're not going to talk about. Okay, we're not going to talk about how do you know, how do you figure out if the Jewish person, if the, the owner is Jewish. You just go to your regular supermarket. You may have no idea. So we're not going to talk about how you figure it out or if you're to figure it out. Maybe you could just close your eyes and ignore the whole question, not think about it. We're talking about that you know that they are, and we're not talking about another child which is also very relevant. And that is if there's a Jewish distributor. Sometimes the supermarket itself might be owned by might be owned by someone who's not Jewish, but the distributors who are feeding the food to that supermarket. They, they themselves are Jewish. That's another challenge. We're not going to talk about that either. That's not part of today's discussion. Um, we're also not going to talk about, let's say we decided that the food is usher, how would you know, how should you decide when the store got rid of their hummus? they don't keep the helmets forever, or right? if a certain amount of days, it's all sold out. What, how do you figure out when it's sold out, or how do you figure out, or what do you do when you're not sure if they sold out all their helmets or not? How, you don't know if this box of cookies is from stuff that they haven't paid or they didn't have a Okay, so there's lots of questions about this that we're not going to talk about. Um, but we're going to talk about, just focus on a specific channel. And that is, you have a company that's owned by it. Now, to make things a little more complicated, do you have a question? Okay, to make things a little more complicated, a little more interesting, um... We're going we're to talk about what happens when the company, a company, uh, the simple case is a Yid owns the whole store. We're going to talk about a, a, a variable to it, which is what happens if the Yid doesn't own the whole store. The Yid is just one of the partners in the store. So there's a store that has a, bun, a number of partners, so, and one of them is a year. Not all of them, but one of those partners is a Yid. Okay? Um, so that, that and, and then we're going to talk about two main reasons, or two main ways that that food could be mutter. Um, The first is going to be a possibility that if the Yid is only a part owner, maybe that in itself is enough to be mapped to the food. That's one possibility. And the second is, maybe if the Yid did a Mechirah's Hametz, some form or some levels of Mechirah's Hametz, maybe that would be enough. And we'll talk about the different ways that that could play itself out, what kind of Mechirah's Hametz you could make, and whether that should make a difference. Okay. Um, uh, Before we get really into it, I'll I'll mention that um, there's a story in this area, there has a a yid owns a little restaurant within within a big supermarket, but there it's simple because that yid closes his restaurant on Pesach. Of course, he's not open on Pesach. He's a, he's a front person. He's not open on Pesach. He, um, so he he he's a he's closed on Pesach. So he has no problem. He buys his to the yid's from before Pesach. He 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 keeps it. He, does, he doesn't use, use it on Pesach. We're talking about the person, he, he has helmets, he's running a supermarket, you would never know that it was Pesach. Okay? The first is like this. There's a tshuva from a sefer called Zecha Yitzchel. Zecha Yitzchel. Uh, um Written. Vizh. The written, tshuva was written about a hundred years ago. Um, it's tshuva Chesn Saver, And he says he wants to be makel based on two things. One of the things that he's make on, with his a year is only a partial owner is he has two things to be may claim. One is that the, since the supermarket, since the store is set up as a corporate entity it's not set up as a private ownership. It's set up as a corporate entity. It legally, the corporate ent- entity does not belong to that specific person. The corporate entity is whoops. The corporate entity um, is its own being. It's not. It's not owned by. I own the corporation, and the corporation owns the chametz, but I don't own the chametz. So he wants to be maker because of that. That is its whole own channel, of whether we should treat a corporation, excuse me, as an entity that's not the actual owner. Um, that's a channel we're actually not going to get into. That's a bigger challenge. We're going to assume on that That just because it's owned by a corporation doesn't make it not owned by a Jew. Okay, let's put that on the side. But Zechitz, has another side, that's what we will talk about, which is, he says, if the Yid only owns part of the company, less than half of the company, then the Yid's portion, the Yid's portion of the ownership of the company is like about the variety, but it doesn't exist. Most of the company is not Jewish, so the company is considered to be not Jewish. So he wants to be make a, he says he could make it because of that. And as and we'll talk a little bit, we'll see that many Nachmanim did not agree with that understanding. And as follows, the the the, sh- the talks about the following scenario: What happens if you had a yid and a koyk who were partners in chometz before Pesach, and they held, they had a partnership over Pesach? So the Shacharay assumes, as many, as, which is what we're heading to, which he assumes that of course that chometz is Asherah. What happens if the partners What happens if the partners split up their partnership if the Pesach? Okay, the, the two days after the Pesach, they break up and they split it up. And they don't, they, they, the way they split it up is that they say, the part, you partner who own three quarters of it, you take three quarters of the merchandise, and I own one quarter, I take one quarter of the merchandise. So we split up the stores. We had four stores, so you take three stores and I take one store. So now when they split it up, so now that's an example of brera. That we should say now that the partners broke apart the partnership, and we decided that this, these shelves in the store belong to you, to the yid, and these shelves in the store belong to the guy. We now know that all along the partnership really was the yid on these parts and the guy on those parts. So if we say, if we would be able to say Brera, then the yid's portion, the, the the yid's portion would be Asr, but the guy's portion would be mutter. So although they were partners on Pesach, the part that the Goy ends up with that part is going to end up being Mutter. Okay, so we say if you could say Breiri would be Mutter, so he wants to say there's a rule to Suffolk whether there's Yesh Breiri or Embreiri, and therefore the halacha is by we were machmir at Embreiri, by we were Makal at Yesh Breiri. So Mamela, since Chama, Avon and Pesach is only Issa Torabonnets, so we could be let and say Yesh Breiri with Derabonnets. So the part that the Goy ends up with, that part ends up being only. Only, we, it turns out, it was always the guys, so the guys are not the Yid. If a guy is the Chomets of Pesach, it's Mutter. So, Yeish Breivik Rizabon will tell us that if the Yid and the guys split up after Pesach, then um, then the Chomets is going to be Mutter. Okay, This is Shagat Shari says, Shagat Chubin, Tapta Machespring, this is sort of the Mishabur, that you could be Maker. What happens if they didn't split it up? The, the underlying assumption is that if they didn't split up, then it would be Osir. It's only worth it because we have be got to say Yesh Brerah. And, and the Melchisitl speaks this out clearly. He, he says it from a Rameshik, that if they didn't split up, then it's going to be usur. Um It's going to be Osr. If they didn't split up the Pesach, the Chomets will be awesome Why? Because we're going to look at it that the Yid and the each have a full ownership in the... Excuse me, have a full ownership in the Chomets over Pesach until they split up. They each have a full ownership. But I bought it. I bought it from Chomets and we're going by Yid. So that is to say... The fact that the yid only owns a small portion, less than less than fifty percent, is not going to be moderate. There's a little shartin about it in Teflim Ches. So he said that there are those who say yes, started in that it's impossible, right? But he says he doesn't. He's not so happy about that. Okay, um, the gamzay The, bar, the, the scene is not so happy about that. Okay, so this is you are seeing the akhronim are saying, um, assuming or many of the are saying, are assuming that the fact that he owns less than fifty percent is not enough to make. Okay, and if you look in. Sefer He brings, that Ramosha told him, he he brings a machalikus about this. He doesn't bring the Zeich that we mentioned, but he brings, that Ramosha told him that you should be machmir If if the Yid owns a meaningful amount, you should be machmir. I'll explain what that term means in a second. If the Yid owns a meaningful amount, you should be machmir. But Ravad Kotler said you could be mekel, that it was bought to Okay, so according to Rabbi Kotler, which is going along the lines of the he's not. he doesn't quote it, but along those lines you could be mekel. According to Ramosha, the way he's quoting it, you have to be machmir. What, what does it mean you should have a meaningful share? So there's a, there's a chuva for Ramosha. It's in, potentially in can have an answer, but it's at the end of the chuva. Um, Ramosha says, is um, talking about, a yid, if I remember correctly, a didn't a about partners for Shabbos. And Ramosha has a, he has a question is, what happens when a person owns stocks? If I own stock in the company, so if I own one share of, um, Entenmann's donuts, does that mean that I am now a partner in that company, in Ramesh's case it's lending in ribis, that now if that company lends money, am I lending it for Or, in our cases, if I own one share of that company, do I now, am I not consent to own khametz over pizza? Because that company it's a bakery, they own, that's all they do is sell khamets, so maybe my owning that share makes me be considered to be own So Ramesh said like this, he says, if the Yid just bought some shares as an investment, you know, he's a 13-year-old a, a boy who decided his bar mitzvah money should go to invest into stocks, so he bought three shares of some company, and he has no say. He has no real ownership, although technically, on paper, he has ownership. But it's not considered he really has ownership, and therefore the dinners, much that's not considered an owner. But if he has a large share, or he has a small share, but that share gives him a voice in the company, I mean, if you would own 1% of... General Motors, that's a big share of the company of, you know, Coca-Cola, anybody who owns one share would be a big owner. If you have a, enough that you have a say, we have a, just not a large amount, that 20% ownership, that person is considered to be a real owner. Okay? So we would apply that to your rules. So if the person owned 15% of a, of a company, of, of a supermarket, we'd say that's a meaningful amount of ownership. If he's one of a couple of partners, that's a meaningful ownership, and that would make the comments answer. That's how Rabbi Eider brings what Ramachah says. And he brings about an argument. So that's how he brings about this. However, um, when we talked to Rabbi first about this question once, Rabbi First said that um, that Rebusha told him. He even remembers the day. Rabbi First even has it in his notes that it was on March twenty second, nineteen seventy seven. Okay, that Rambamsha told him that if the yid has less than fifty per, less than percent, um, you could be makel. And the way he said it was, since it's an issue we can assume that it's of royal and the yid's shear is bottle. if the yid owns less than 50%, then it's much. Okay, so, so, here, here, Shavon Ha'ger says, brings her Moshe to be machmer about that. Rabbi first tells us that, um, Rabbi first told him otherwise. Um, so now, at first, it sounds a little funny, because the printed tshuva, I mentioned the evidence, which is not to be the the printed tshuva, the evidence, gives this whole way of deciding how a stock owner is or is not a meaningful amount. So Rabbi Friedman wrote something in the Chesh printed countries about her about, um, this year. They printed a countries about Hilchus ribbis. In it, Rabbi Freeman talks about the Shailah, Rabbi Friedman. Um And he wants to be Michalak that Shabbat, Rabbi Mersha only said is over there. And maybe he'd be making one other Okay. Anyhow, so we have a number of sheet this year. We have a Zechit who says, if it owns less than 50% then its mother, Rabbi al went along with that. It's reported that he went along with that. Another of the Choranim, the Shagas, Arizim Sinat, go on with that. Rabbi Mersha, we have a question which way he went on that. Uh, so we have a Shiloh which way to go on this on this question. So, when we spoke to Rabbi Schwartz about it, Rabbi Schwartz was very comfortable being Samuel from the Yitzchak. So, the Zechitz, says, if the Yid owns less than 50%, then it's um, not the, the Hametz that that partnership owns, it's not Asr, and therefore it's mutter of the Pesach. Um, and, others, and others are willing to be Samuel from the also. So if that's, if you're going to say like that, then it's Mutri, there's no question. If, it will it depend. If the Yid owns less than 50%, then the, the food in the supermarket is mutter. If the Eidol is more than fifty percent, the chametz in the supermarket is going to be usher. And so you have to find it out. Is it more or less? But that means that even if he has a meaningful share, it would be mutter. So we would have to think about the second child's shareholders, think about any of that stuff. Doesn't make a difference. As long as the Eidol is less than fifty percent, you're safe and you're clear, and you can go home now, you don't have to think about any more child. Okay? So that's one side, one big side. Again, Robert Schwartz said you could be summarked on that. If it's less than fifty percent, you could be summared on that, and you could eat the food, no problems but now, there's another time, let's move to our second time, which is, is there a type of material Summits, is there a way that they could do Mikhiya Summits, and actually, when they do some regular material Summits, will that be good enough? So, the, the, really the best type of material Summits in this situation, the best type is, not, is usually not the type that gets done. Okay, the, type, the best type of material Summits would be is like this. Again, this what I'm about to describe works when there's partners, a Yid and a guy who own the same supermarket. And that is to say, what they would do is, the Yid would say to the guy, for the eight days of Pesach, okay, so eight and a half days, because it has to be Eric Pesach, also so for the nine days that include Pesach, I'm, giving, I'm selling to you, my partner, my full share of this company. And in exchange for the fact that I'm selling you my share for these nine days, you partner, full share? Right, sell. Can he sell one percent, and then I'll make like him forty nine percent owner? Oh, well, yeah. You're, if he bounces himself down to being uh, uh, less than fifty percent, we get back to the Zeichiyutzim. I'm talking about. You don't want to be someone from the Zeichiyutzim. So he says, I own fifteen percent. Okay, I own less than fifty percent. I'm going to sell that my shares for the days of Pesach. My, for these nine days, you own it. It's all yours now for these nine days. And in exchange for that, I just gave you away something very valuable. Nine, I gave you a company for nine days. Okay, my shares worth millions of dollars. In exchange, in the summer, like we'll pick some days from June 1st to June 10th, you're going to sell me your shares of the company. And what we're going to do is, we're going to be exchanging my, for these days you own my shares, for those days I own your shares. And that type of a mechir, where, they, where they're exchanging their shares, makes it, gives a certain legitimacy to the sale. Because if you do, if, if you would just sell the, the whole company to somebody else, to a guy, if he's selling it to this person for, for these days, how come he's not earning any profits? How, and also, if you sell it to just someone in the street, not your partner, you sell it to someone in the street. Why do you trust that person? Does it, does it seem reasonable that you're signing a piece of paper, selling something worth millions of dollars to someone who you never met, and that that person who owns that thing that's worth millions of dollars, he owns it for, for nine days, and when the nine days are over, he sells it right back to you, and he, he doesn't take any profits from it. Right? So didn't your didn't your company make profit over this time? So the whole thing has a very bad taste. It. it looks what we call a clue. It looks like a joke. You sell this whole company to, to the janitor in your school, you, who, you, who, you, who you never met, who has no idea. You sell him millions of dollars worth of, of a company for nothing. He's putting you a $10 down payment. And he gets no profits. But here, when you do with the partners, that has a much more of a legitimate look to it. If one partner sends it to the other, well, they work together. They know each other. They each know what it's worth. And I'm getting something in exchange. And he said, I'm giving you my profits for these days and, and you can give me profits for those days in the middle of the summer when you go on vacation. I know, you pick the time when you want to be out of the office. You say, for those days, I'm giving you, I'm selling you my shares. Okay? If they would do that, that would be a, a type of a mechira that would be very, have a certain legitimacy to it, and it would avoid a problem that we're going to talk about in a second with the traditional mechira Okay? But those type of mechiras don't happen too often. Okay? You realize, in order to do the, the mechira that I just described, you have to get the two partners to sit down, Draw up a special contract between them that says I'm selling to you and you're selling to me, and, they, and the whole thing, which could happen, but it would only happen if the, if the people are really uh, more seriously interested or have a very good relationship in a way that they want the mechira to, to happen. Okay, but in your traditional, in your usual case, it doesn't work out. Like okay, so so most people want to just do a so to speak, a regular mechiras hametz. They go to the rabbi. They sign a piece of paper that says, "I'm selling my hametz for Pesach." They the thinking, and, and they end the Pesach, and it all gets back so bad. So, is that our question? Is is that kind of mechira going to be good enough for these people? Okay. So the first question that strikes you is that wait a second, I name a mechiras hametz. I'm selling the hametz to the guy. How can you say that? Look, at my store is open on Pesach. I sign a paper that says, as of 10 o'clock on the morning of every Pesach, my hametz is also to to Johnny. Really? At 10.01, your store is out there selling noodles and bread and cookies and everything. So how can you say that I, made, I sold it to somebody? True, while well, he owns it, He's still, they're still operating. So I, it's I am the it. I sold my comments to the guy. But then I go ahead and sell the guy's comments to people. He, it's his comments, It's not my comments. How do I write? What am I doing selling his comments? How can you think that this is a real mekhira? Well, I sell something to, to the guy, and then the guy goes, and then I'm going ahead and, sell, and I'm selling his stuff. So that Shuvah, that uh, 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 Surva, well-known that has a number of Jewahs. It was a Shilohs. Actually, very similar to what we're talking about, which is the Shiloh of Wallbounds. was owned by a Jewish person, Julia Wallbounds. She was a Jewish lady, owned the stores. And she made mechiras Hametz, but her store stayed open on Pesach. So her, what she said? We say, Tzvar Meshach, and then Tzvar The fact that she doesn't mean it seriously, doesn't mean anything. She's signed the paper. She made Mechirah. I, what she, on Pesach, she takes things and she sells it to people. So she's a god on those things. And she's a god, and those food that she sells become usur. But of course, no one cares about that. The food that she sells becomes usur, who's, the, someone's buying it on Pesach. Obviously that person doesn't care about how much of a Pesach, he doesn't give anything, he's buying, he's buying bread on Pesach. That food becomes osser, But whatever doesn't get sold on Pesach, that stuff stays mutter because the mechir was holiday. The mechir worked. I, we see them doing things on Pesach, That just the, the store is But a yid who go in that store would also be buying stolen stuff. No. If a yid goes on Pesach, if he goes on Pesach, he's stealing the stuff. But, if he, but any yid who's going to buy it on Pesach, obviously doesn't care about buying... I'm going that. to buy, buy so if it by not he No, because the Mechir is only on the comments. Yes. But then in Mechir, well, in the Shtar of Mechir says, I'm selling all my comments to the guy. So if I go in and buy a, a banana in the store, then I didn't steal anything. I'm i What happens if I go in and buy a loaf of bread on Pesach? If I do that, you're right, I'm stealing also. But obviously I don't care about that. And that is also. Because when it's stolen, it belongs to the year temporarily. They coined it by making the Geneva, they coined it. So, so, that, so that's Khametra'u <laughs> Pesach. Big deal, I'm buying bread on Pesach. Obviously, I don't care about these kind of things. Okay. So, Ramesha says that, and that's by many people, very accepted, that there's no problem, the mechir is khal, even though the store stays open. But, and that's good, that's a good thing, because it helps the owner, the owner over on lessi room, because for whatever they don't steal, they're over on Nassi's you can who buy that stuff if the Pesach are not over on Khametra'u Pesach. But, the question is like this, Right. All of that, that, that kind of a mechira is fine from hameds that the store owned when Pesach started. That's hameds that the store owned when the mechira's hameds happened. But what happens if an hour after the mechira, the, the store gets a delivery of bread? So, they yeah. made a mechira at 10 o'clock on their Pesach, and all the hameds that they owned is sold. At 11 o'clock, up pulls a truck and delivers a 100 loaves of bread. So, those 100 loaves of bread, they weren't sold. I didn't sell those bread. I, sold, I only sold what I have. Not only that, that I only sell what I have? I only. Did. So you want to say, okay, we'll put it into the sh'ar mechira, and we'll talk about that. We'll put in the sh'ar mechira that I'm even selling the things that are going to be bought later. He says, but but that's the sh'ar b'alulam. How can I how can I? I can't do mechira on the things that I don't own yet. If all I say at ten o'clock, um, mechira comes happens at ten o'clock. I mean, at eleven o'clock, bread comes. I can't sell the bread that came at eleven o'clock. I couldn't sell it at ten o'clock because I didn't own it yet. So how is how is going to be selling that bread? So, Ramon in a number of his chubas, in these chubas that have to do with downs, these kind of chubas, he says, the mechir is only chal for the chumetz that the store own when Pesach started, or when the mechir happened. The chumetz that the store gets later on, the that the store gets later on, is not included in the mechira. The mechir happened at 10 o'clock. And they get chumetz at 11 o'clock it's not included. And what happens the that chumetz is also. Okay? What, what will you do? How will you figure that out that's a good child? How do you figure that? out? But well, that's not for today. How do you figure out? Well, how do you know which came in, which is which? That's a good check. So, but that's, that's what it says in the Chuma. However, Rabbi Booth, of course, a big time of Ramosha, told Rabbi first, this we didn't remember the day on, Rabbi Booth told, told, told Rabbi first that when Ramoesha wrote those Chumas, he was only talking about a situation where he signed the regular Mechirah's Chumas. The regular Mechirah's Chumas says, as of 10 o'clock in the Pesach, I'm selling all my Chumas in the garden. But if they would have written in special... I'm selling all my chametz that I have. And I'm selling all the chametz that, that we buy on Pesach, that would be chal. That's what Rebullah told, 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 I mean, first of all, said that. If you write that in specifically, that would be chal. So, we'll accept that that's true, the question is, why should it be true? How could such a thing work? How could you make a mechira, on the Dabrash Olam, what the Shacharach was, a the Dabrash how can you make such a mechira, you don't own it? How could you sell the comments that maybe wasn't even baked yet. If you buy, they're gonna buy bread on holomoid, that bread wasn't even baked when it came when, when you made the Makir's comments. So how can I make a Makir's comments on something that I don't even have? Or maybe doesn't even exist yet. Okay? So we guess reference. How how's that gonna work? How are you gonna do it? So every first says he says, listen, he says, I have to, I, I don't often remember all the details of why it should work. He says I've looked into it and, and it does work. He says I I remember what I remember right now is We'll bring Salimukhan a sheet of a Mordechai. Okay? And it's a Mordechai who'll bring Salimukhan to allow such a Mordechai. But he says, you know, right now it was very busy. We, the time we talked to him about it, it was right before Pesach, um, he said, he will look into it when it gets a little later, when it's calmer. But for now, it was, it was too busy. Says, but it's a, it's a we'll being Salimukhan a okay? So it turns out, we went looking to see what could we find in the sheet of a Mordechai that he's being Salimukhan, just to get a Havan of did You know, get it. How could you make such a Mordechai? And it turned out we found three sheet of three different Mordechai's. That would have been able to let us be naked cool about this case, okay? So go figure. Out, I don't know which one is the right one, but three different Mordechais that you could maybe sell and they are well, all of these Mordechais are in pubbasim. Uh, the first is the Mordechai says the din that a davar you can't make a kenyan on. It. That's only true when it's a davar shlo'al when the thing is completely non-existent. But if the thing that you're selling to the person is Matsui, the thing is it's out there in the market. Okay, it's available in the market, and there's a shar, there's, there's a set price for it, so it's completely accessible and available to the per, to the seller. That's not considered a dovash lebolam. That's considered a dovash olam. Even though I don't have it, I don't, um, I don't have the item yet. I myself don't have it yet. It's just out, but it's out there in the market. That's good enough to be considered a dovash olam, and you're allowed to sell. Okay, that sheet of the mordechai, um that sheet of the mordechai is uh, it's a it's broad. It's, it's a Shailu, whether the or maybe even brings it himself. In the Dinim of, of Dabr Shalom, it's in Simen Resh Tes, in Chush, Mish, but in Halacha Hey and Vav, in Halacha Hei, the Mechaba says, um, if it's a Dabr HaBov but you don't have it yet, it implies that a Kenyan doesn't work. He says it's just a Mishapar. In Halacha Vav, he says that if you sell something that's available in the market and you don't have it yet, you'll have mm-hmm. to go out and buy it and give it to the guy. In Lave, which implies that the Kenyan does work. You and therefore you're to go out and get it for the guy. You, you sold it to the guy. Even though you didn't have it, you're to get it. Okay, so there's a big child in the shach and the smile over there. Is the machabra really passing like this, Mordechai? Or is he not passing like it? That machlik is spills over into machlikus, a ktois and the Right there in that seven, ktois and the As to what the machabra is trying to passing over there, um, there's a harvest in your dad. Who wants to talk about it? It's, there's quite a, uh, quite a tumult about this thing. That it can sign that the machaber is saying, could be the rachlan that in fact we passed on this Mordecai, that if the dumber is not in your property, but it's available out in the market, then it's considered a dumber. And that might cover lots of things. I mean, if you're, if, let's say the company sells Cheerios, and they get a delivery of Cheerios an hour after the computer comes to a day later, Cheerios are available in the market, Supermarkets buy it all the time from general Mills. They're available, there's a price, they know what the price is for it. It's all set and ready to go. So can that the if if the that the a machir could work on that shainabur shoot or dovashum because it's available in the market and it has a sharp. So okay, that's one that's one modachai that we could be summachar. That we that right first, that maker of a it could be summa. Next, another malachai right. says um the only time the Kenyan Davershleim Olam doesn't work is when you say I want to make a Kenyan now on the Davershleim Olam. What happens if I say I'm going to make a Kenyan now, but that Kenyan is going to be Chal as soon as it's Bob Olam? Okay, I don't want the Kenyan to be Chal now. I want the Kenyan to be Chal at the time when it then there's Olam. Then the Mordechai brings um, such a shita that says maybe that Kenyan of Davershleim Olam can be Chal. Okay, now the truth is the Mordechai says he doesn't like that shita. Marochai says it's not true. He he says it's not true. If you say it should be hal when the thing is below, that's not not, doesn't work. The ramah, in in this siman. Alachadal brings two days about that thing. It brings two days as to whether that works or not. Maybe when you make a kinyan and cover shalav below, to be chal, when it will be below, maybe that will work. But it's still going through the Jew. Oh, very good. We're coming to that question. Very good. That's a very good question. We're going to come to that in one second. That's a very good question. And the third one is third. Let me just say the last one. We're going to get. We'll say some other things. We'll get. We'll get that in a second. The third is another Mardechay that says, if a, you can only not make a kinyan in Davar Olam, if you make that kinyan, if you make that kinon, um, only for the double Shlur Olam, what happens if you make the kinyan on Davar Shlur Olam together with the double Habol Olam? In other words, you make, your king is able to be chal. It just you want it to be chal on more things, even if Olam, then he brings it you're allowed to do that. The Ramah in Halakha Da'alum also brings that as Yeh that you could be selling on that, I think it's he brings that you could be selling on that, that then the Kinyin on Da'alush works, which of course is in our case. In our case, you're selling the Khamets that you have, and you want to say, I also want to sell the Khamets that I'm going to have, so you're including that also, so the Shekta's HaMordechai, that that also should work, even though it's it's La'alum, but since the king is on other things, then it will work. Okay, so now, before we get to your questions, before we get to your question, I just want to tell you like this. These are all, these are all Mordechai's that it could be with being sawimachan to allow the king to have Rabbi Raka told us a few people, Shittas that are not Mordechai that are also to be Mitzharah possibly. here. And one is a truva of the scan Aaron. Uh, those are sworn written between the World War I and World War II. He's Mitzharah. Um, the Mordechai, the middle Mordechai that I told you, um, if you say it, it'll be Chal later on, that that Mordechai, together with, it could be that with Kenyan Shtar, King Shtam maybe does work on a Damashla Okay? The Marsham is Mitzaref, the Mardechai, and some other things. And there's another shef called Mili um, de Pischa, who says that maybe Kingin Situmta works in a Damashla Balom. King in Situmta means that if you have Milik Khashun, you have something that people who do business, they do they have a certain way that they make a transfer, like they shake hands. That's a famous way of doing it, they shake hands. Shaking hands is not an official king in Khajamishma. I mean, well, actually, it's not, a, it's not a, technically in the title, it wouldn't be a Kenyan, but if the people who do business that's how they, they, how they tra- make transactions, then it's going to work. Um, so he wants to be certain on that. Now that Shilo, that whether Kenyan Situnta works for Da'as Shalom V'Alul, what means the Soichrim have a have a practice that they sell things to one another through a certain Kenyan and it works even on Da'as Okay, that's that's two days in, a, in that's two days. At the end of Shabbos in the Hagoris Mordechai, okay, Mordechai, just for your, for your knowledge, the Sefer Hagorish Mordechai, even though it's printed right next to the Mordechai, and even though it says Mordechai on the top, and even though it uses the same numbering system as the Mordechai, um, but the Sheh Magdal, the Chidel says that it's not really the Mordechai. But if you read it, you would never know. I mean, you could, you, it's really hard to know. It says Mordechai on the top, and it uses the same numbers, and it's printed right next to it, but it's really not the Mordechai. Okay, so it doesn't count as a, This is not a fourth of Mordechai. Anyway, the Mordechai brings two days about this. Heshaila is a person promise somebody that when he has a baby, this person would be the model for his baby. And that was considered normal in those days that people made such, a, made such commitments before the baby was born. He brings two days as to whether that's how because you did something that was up the middle of the circum was to do that, I mean, in that, those places they did that, but could that work even if Shlomo, uh, just like before him, uh, the rabbi brings such a day. It's a machoikas in, in Reish Aleph, um, whether whether that's correct or not. Okay, so that's another thing to be someach. Okay, so now we we're all these now possibilities of what we could be some on to make a kenyan on davash loybal But that brings up the question of what you asked beforehand, brings up the question like this. Let's say indeed in chodesh mishpat uh, a davash loybal olam. You could be somehow you can make a kenyan on it. You did situmta. You did shta. You did maintain something else. We had a whole bunch of ideas of sometimes a kenyan on davash loybal olam could work. And maybe that will work in this case. Maybe it will fit in this case. Situmta is... What is it? Oh, they make... No, no, they actually make a Kenyan situmta. One of the kin'on that the Yid and the guy make with each other is they make Kenyan situmta. The, the, the point here is not just that they actually make a handshake kind of a Kenyan. but in minechah soichrim you're allowed to make mechirahs on things that are, you don't get own. Oh, that's considered acceptable acceptable practice to commit yourself that that thing is being sold. Okay? So the shah is this. Let's say in Hilchah's Choshimishput it's going to work. Let's say it's going to work like that. But what about what about for the for choshem It means is that when I finally get that object, it belongs to the other guy. I made a Kenyan and it works. But should we say that the chametz bounces through the yitzvus? When did the yid get delivery of the of the of the bread? The bread came to him Pesach. So you want to say that the the the, the was, it was I it didn't have it. Didn't even exist. The bread wasn't even baked. When I made the mechira, but when I get it, the Kinyin is going to be chal anyhow. But does it first have to belong to the yid and then belong to the guy? Does it bounce through the yid's temporarily, or does it go straight to the guy? So, from logic, we would we would have guessed it bounces through the yid's The yid gets it, and now the Kinyin that he made yesterday is now chal to say that it goes over to the, it goes to the guy. Well, if the yid owns it even for a second, it becomes chametz on the pesach. It doesn't have to be that I own it for the whole Pesach, I only own for a second. So, it's a... We, logically, we might think that, especially in the second Mordechai. The second Mordechai says that, the If you want to be chal, when it will be So olam. Meaning, that means, is the kidney doesn't happen on Arab Pesach. The kidney happens on Cholamite, when I get to deliver your bread. So in that case, we would for sure think that the Yen has to own it, and then the king of Israel is like waiting, the king of Israel belongs to and the right. in which case it might help for have What does it have to do with us? How does that help us for the of Pesach? So, I don't know what the answer to that is, and I'm not sure that I, I, I have a good um, answer to that, but as I mentioned, this Khan Aran and the Marshan both are being summoned on this Mordecai, who in the Khamer Javon Pesach. Some of the other sheep that we talked about, four of them will talk we're, we're about Pesach. That Marsham and the and the Skan Aaron are both talking about being soimuch on this for Chumash al Pesach. And not only that, the Zichron Aaron when he brings this makes a whole point if he enters a kasha by saying that specifically the Yid said, "I'm going to get the Chumash on Pesach, and when I get it, then it's going to be sold to you." Okay? So he makes a whole to do that. That's the that that's the point that the king is only going to handle later on. The Yid's going to get it first. So somehow they were comfortable and they assumed the Yid does not own it. Okay? But it, it, we, talk, we need to understand that. Why is it like that? If, if the Yid gets it on up and the king doesn't happen, well, hardly the king it can't happen until it comes to the Yid, the Yid gets it, doesn't the Yid own it for a second as it pays through its Okay. So, <coughs> so we've heard all these different possibilities as to why. It could be that if you make a Mechira, the Mechira could be taught even on the even or should we say the even though the Yid doesn't have the yet. He can make the Mechira. And um, that might be what Ramazah had in mind, and that might be a reason to be so But if you want to do this, you have to just remember, if you want to do this, then the Yid, when he makes his Mechira's chametz, he has to write in his Shtar Harsha, when he gives permission to the rock to sell it, he has to write in, and I'm selling the chametz that I'm going to get on Pesach also. That's not what it says in the regular Shtar Harsha. He has to speak that out he's going to get that. Most yidden don't get chametz on Pesach. So he has to write that into his Shtar Harsha. And the Ra, when he sells the chametz to the guy, he has to also write that in. He has to write it into his star. I'm selling to you all the chametz owned by these Jews, and any chametz of these Jews will get on Pesach. If they don't speak it out, it's not going to be included. It's only included if you speak it out. If you don't speak it out, that's not going to be part of the Mechira. So you have to have a, a, a modified star HaShah and a modified Mechira to include that. Okay? So, but, but potentially, we have all these to be making. on it. Um, as we heard, um, Reverend Booth told Reverend First. That you could be chamakhanet, and, and um, I, I believe Ravishur I so would have been chamakhanet also. But are all these stuff to be up why uh, you could do kenya even on the stuff you didn't have, but you have to do it. Doesn't help if you don't do it. You have to actually speak it out that you're doing the kenya for those things. Um, there's one other possibility. It's related to what we said before, which is maybe the yid should sell, not sell his chometz to the guy, but he should sell his shears in the company to the guy. Okay. Now before Nice book I said a good idea would be for the Yid to sell to his partner. Okay, but there are those who want, let the Yid sell his ownership. He owns fifteen percent of a company, 20% of a company, he sell it to the guy, he sells his ownership of the company. Then, of course, there wouldn't be problems with Deber Shalom It wouldn't be Deber Shalom Island because the guy owns the, the company. W- all the things that go on um, in Oba are the guys. Okay? The two possible questions that's wrong with that is One is, what I mentioned before, the chuchu come on, is, what kind of joke is it that I'm giving you my company, you own it for ten days, I never met you before, and you get no profits from it. Okay? So that's a question whether, whether that chuchu the fact that it looks like such a joke, like a farce, is enough to destroy the mechira. Okay? Is it just so, like, obvious that it's not mechira? And the second thing is, if a person was to sell the ownership of a company to somebody else, there may be legal requirements. You may not be able to just write in a piece of paper, I'm selling you my company. There may be legal requirements when you make a transaction of that sort. Maybe may be legal requirements. Diane Weiss, in his truth about this, at the beginning of Chedim, in one paragraph he has, he brings a number of people who talk about this, who seem to be make that Even if you didn't meet all the legal requirements for a transaction... Enzyme that it works in mean, have I anyhow, even if the legalities of it, it maybe wouldn't stand up in court. Because if you just say, "I'm selling you my, you know, fifty million dollars worth of shares of this and this company," legally it might not work. But it, even so, it might be good for results. Okay, so just to to wrap up what we said, we have a company. If you have a, a supermarket that's owned by a, it's owned. A yid has a portion of it. He owns a partial share of that company. The com- the, the, the the supermarket is doing business on Pesach. They're buying and selling homes like regular. So. Is it possible that that Chometh might be motive of the Pesach? So we had two main possibilities of makel. One was the Zech yitzchak and those who say like him, that if the Yitz portion is less than 50%, then the Yitz portion is buckled, it doesn't count, and it's as if it was owned by God. That was one possibility. And the second possibility was that if the Yitz would make a Mechibitz chametz, and they would make a special Mechibitz Chometh that would include in it a, a provision that says, we're not only selling the chametz that we own, but we're selling the chametz that we're going to buy on Pesach also, then there are a whole bunch of reasons why that might work, a whole bunch of tzirufmes, all kinds of shittas, that might be enough to be mm-hmm. some that the king should be chal, even on the chametz that the kid doesn't own yet, and it might be good enough. Either one of these things would be good enough to be Matar, the to matter the chametz. Rabbi Schwartz, for sure, was saying, you could be some the Chomets, so maybe even, I, I believe he even said, you could be some the other thing. also, uh, in which case, under the right circumstances, um, the chametz might be much